There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, beautiful mamas, to another episode of the Happy Mama Movement. So many of us feel so isolated on this mamahood journey. It's crazy, isn't it? We're in the most overpopulated time. We're surrounded by noise and opinion and social media. Yet within ourselves, we feel like we're all alone. We're on this journey on our own. So many mamas speak to me about this. In the programs that I run, the connection that these mamas feel with each other, once I open up a little space where they can start talking to each other and share their journey, their truth, not worry about being judged or criticised, it is amazing the things that happen within that group. I started my first program over two years ago and the women that were in that program are now the closest I have ever seen. They actually catch up in person, they message each other and support each other through everything. Amazing things can happen online if we use it the right way. So today's episode is all about that. It's about the power of community. It's about what happens when women come together to support each other and how much we don't need to be doing this alone. I interview Bridget Jarrod, who, as the creator of Midnight Mums four years ago, stumbled across a business as she was at home with her newborn that has now grown to be Australia's largest online community support network for mamas. It has over 50,000 members And it is an amazing story. I can't wait to share it with you. This is the Happy Mama Movement with your host, Amy Taylor-Kabaz, author, mama to three and editor of the Happy Mama magazine. In my mamahood journey, I have gone from an overachieving, addicted to busyness superwoman to finally slowing down, simplifying and realising that being a mama is the greatest self-development teacher in the world. And after more than 15 years covering breaking news, I've swapped current affairs to inspiration and now bring you the best I can find every week to help us feel more connected as women as we raise our families. Because when we come together, amazing things happen. So welcome to the movement. Bridget, talk to me about how you created Australia's largest support group for mamas in the middle of the night. Um, it it happened accidentally. Um, six weeks after my first son was born in 2012, I was, um, as all new mums, up feeding in the middle of the night. And um, I connected with a girl that I went to school with, hadn't seen her for 10 to 12 years um, and we were living um, in different states. Uh, I noticed on Facebook she had a baby the same week as me. So we started to chat to each other. Um, and and more and more throughout the night, just, hey, how are you going? I'm awake. Are you awake? And nine times out of ten, she would reply, yes, I'm awake. 
feeding, talk about how much our babies weighed, how much they're sleeping, how much they're going to the toilet, everything. And it was just, it was really comforting to talk to another mum who I knew, I didn't know her that well, but who I knew that was going through the same thing at the same time. And I learned so much from her and I learned that I, I was not alone and she was not alone and we were able to have a good laugh about things and be zombies together basically. And um, after a couple of nights of messaging her, I, I said to her, look, I've, I've been messaging a woman that I met in hospital and she had a baby the same week as the, the both of us. So I said, do you mind if I just pop the three of us into a group? She said, yeah, no, no worries. And I, I didn't think anything of it. I, I just created a private group for myself and these other two women, introduced them online and we just started chatting. And Facebook, when you create a group, they ask for a name and it, it was 2.30 in the morning and I just, I just went, oh, I'll just call it Midnight Mums. That, that sounds fitting. And, and just didn't think anything more of it. We just, we happily chatted the, the, the three of us for probably about 10 nights. Um, and then I just said to the girls, my cousin's um, about to have a baby and um, I'm going to add her to the group. She might learn a little bit from us before her baby arrives. And, and um, within a week, there was about 10 of us and we were a really tight-knit group. Um, and from then on, it just snowballed. 10 became 20, 20 became 50, and within about six months, there was about uh, 500 mums or so, and we, we were very tight. Uh, everyone, everyone was very supportive, and the group just continued to escalate over the years, and, and now the group's um, well over 50,000 members. 50,000. Yes, we've actually we cracked 50,000 members only 10 days ago, and we're already sitting at almost 54,000, so it's... It's just unbelievable. The the support coming from all around Australia and all around the world is just, it's amazing. So uh, what really fascinates me is the support that we get from each other in those moments and the importance of that in our journey as mamas. So you've now spent a couple of years watching the significance and I guess the support that they get from each other. Your eldest is four and so and having 50,000 women to watch over. What do you think it is that women get from just having a space where they can be really honest and share exactly what's going on? So women, they love that they're not alone. They love that other people, other mothers are going through the same thing at the same time and that they can compare, they can learn they can share advice and most importantly it's that community feel we're so isolated these days with our with with our busy lives and we're not you know we're not we're not living because of social media i mean it's it's a wonderful thing for this group but it also isolates us a lot i mean a lot of people just tend to stay homebound so the group just just provides the support 24 hours a day for, for mums to connect with other mums to to um, get that support that they they otherwise would just be at home and lonely and um, women gain comfort from knowing that they're not alone and I think a lot of women also um, I've heard lots of reports about women they they read other women's questions and the answers and then uh, it might not relate to them but a, a week's time or a month's time it may happen to their baby, and then they think, "Oh wait, I've read about that on the group, so I actually feel good about it." Uh, and it's real. I mean, anyone can can jump onto Google and search for any any topic, but 
to, to read it live that it's happening to another mum right then and there, it that provides a lot of comfort. Yes, it's completely different, isn't it, to be able to have that conversation rather than, you know, doing a Google search or picking up a book or even having that conversation with our own mother or someone like that. It is very different mm. to feel like there's a sisterhood, a connection amongst women where I see you, you see me, there's no judgment, let's do this together. That's right, yes, that's, that's, that's exactly right. Because that's the way it used to happen. <laughs> this is the it crazy is. It, thing. It's the way it should have always been. Exactly. And, and that's what's one of our little um, mottos of our group is that we're an online village. Um, back mm. in the day, um, you would you would have your babies and your sisters and cousins and friends. You'd all be living in the same little community um, and quite possibly be walking distance from each other. Or, I mean, many, many years ago, you'd all be under the one roof with your sister's and your cousins and the the women would all be there together. So um, some women are just so isolated these days, um, living interstate or overseas away from their family and friends or um, in on rural properties. So it's yeah, it's a great place for for women to come together in a yeah what we like to call an online modern village. And in your own journey as a mama, you're a mama to two boys, four and three now. What has having that community been for you? How has it changed the way that you've navigated this mummerhood journey, do you think? The the biggest thing that I've learnt is well, patience, tolerance um, and helping and supporting supporting others it's, as mums or just, just as just as women or humans we human beings we we can be quick to judge because you listen to other mums and you you're listening to what they're saying, but in your mind you're thinking, how how did that work for you or how did that impact your experience or how is it currently impacting your experience? But what I have learnt a lot is to not think about myself but to think about what the mum is saying and that we all, we all have different experiences. So we all, we all mother differently. We're all brought up differently. So I think what I have learnt the most is is understanding that everyone is different, every child is different, and uh, every every woman's entitled to their own opinion. And what I think that would be the most powerful thing for you to have watched over this this time is how this many women can come together and support each other because. Uh, I don't want to be negative, but let's be honest here. There's an assumption in our community, in our culture, that women can be pretty awful to each other, that we can be really judgmental, that we can make another woman feel very bad about her parenting decisions, that we're ashamed to admit that we're not coping or that we've done it this way and we wish we hadn't. You know, a lot of us feel like we need to hide that part of us. But within the group that you've created... How has that played out? What have you seen when women come together to support each other like that? Um, uh, you're right. We've seen uh, our fair share of uh, negative behaviour, and I mean, I would be. I mean, we've they put fifty thousand women in one room. It, mm. It's going to happen, and it comes back to the the, the point of difference. We're, we're, we've all been raised differently. We all we all believe in different methods. But at the end of the day, we're all doing the exact same thing. We're all, we're all, we're all winging it. We're all just trying to get through each day um, and raise our our children to be happy and healthy. So 
um, we, we've implemented um, and we encourage um, good behaviour and uh, we have, we've set a few rules in place to, to keep the, the group on track. Um, but something that has inspired me is when a negative uh, comment may be posted, to watch other women step up and say, "Look, let's not let's mm. not um, put this mother down, or let's not do that. How about we all get around her and support her?" And um, to me personally, that's really touching to see that I can just sit back sometimes and watch and see that other members are taking control of a situation. And and we have women from all all sorts, all walks of life, um, and a variety of issues that. Um, that are in a vulnerable state and they might open up and to know that and to actually read the comments that I received personally about how they felt lost or this was their last place to turn to or they 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 thanked Midnight Mums for, because someone reached out to them. It's just, it is very, it's inspiring and it's, I thought I still pinch myself to this day. I just can't believe it happens. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so personally, how do you manage this? You know, you've got 50,000 women in a space that do you feel personally responsible for that space still or is it so big now that it has an energy of its own? It certainly has an energy of its own and it would be more than a full-time job to monitor it 24-7. Thankfully, I do have 10 wonderful admin girls who volunteer their time and I I could not do it without these girls. They they are incredible. Um, Some of them have been with me um, for three years now, I, um, I managed it on my own for the first 12 months and then I had um, my sister-in-law and a good friend join me and um, the, yeah, the admin girls are incredible. Um, but we have, we have a lot of guidelines in place and we have some rules in place. So the group, it does tend to run itself, but like anything, we certainly need, we, we certainly need to monitor it and um, one day if I can get to a position where I, I could run it as as my job, I I would be I would be honoured because I, there's so much more I want to give to Midnight Mums, and I have so so many um, hopes and dreams for for what it can can become. Um, but yeah, I just I, I have to thank my admin girls. They they're just amazing. I can imagine the 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 potential to build more from this group would be amazing. So in your own life you have a three-year-old and a four-year-old and and this beautiful space and yes you have help running it how do you find balance within your life when you have such a beautiful thing building almost on its own now what does that mean for you and balance uh balance is very important and i encourage all my admin girls to to take balance as well um and in fact i encourage encourage all mums because we can get caught up in social media so i have Personally, I have a little rule with myself where I dedicate an hour here or an hour there or it might realistically 10 minutes here or 10 minutes there throughout the day where I, I work on midnight mums. But from from 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I switch off because I did try there for a little while when the boys were a bit younger to to be balancing both. And it's, it wasn't fair on the boys, it wasn't fair on myself, and it wasn't fair on the group that I was trying to manage both. And um, I, I think too much social media it's just it's it's not needed um and we have to be mums first um so i tend to do a lot of it at night once the boys are asleep and uh, and after dinner i that's when i settle down to to read through messages and emails etc but um 
your kids have to come first and some some women they may yeah, they may get caught up themselves with social media and it's just a part of our society this day, I guess. We just these days we just we just are hooked on on it. Um and I have a actual uh, my husband and I we have a, a social media free time or phone free time where we just we we lock it away or we go to the park without our phones or we um pop our phones into the bedroom and shut the door. So I think that's really important to have balance and put your children first and um, live life, experience life, not just watch life through social media. I totally agree. I remember when um, I was still up feeding my third child and um, a girlfriend, two girlfriends and I, was very similar to your story, all had babies at the same time and would be texting each other in the middle of the night. And um, I realised but because my third child is a lot, came many years after my first two. Mm-hmm. And when I had my first two, the idea of me sitting in the middle of the night on my phone just didn't even occur to me. If anything, if it was a really bad night, I'd take the baby downstairs and watch Sex in the City reruns But I, <laughs> while I was feeding and settling. Yeah. But by the time the third one came along, that phone connection was really strong. And I realised that I wasn't just sitting there in the dark watching him feed and connect with that beautiful quiet time as much as Mm. I was with the first two and I had to be really strict with myself I had to say you know that one feed whether it was one o'clock in the morning or whatever um, you know the other ones I could do whatever but I had to allow myself that space where I could really just connect with my baby because the the temptation to connect with all of these women or to just read something or catch up on something was so big but we don't mm-hmm. want to miss what's right in front of us do we no that's right that and that that's exactly right and I think it's easy when when you're a new mum and you've got that that little baby like you you do have a and you don't realize until you've got toddlers in the house but you've got so much time just with them and they don't argue with you and they don't. <laughs> no, it's bliss, <laughs> not, isn't it? They're not demanding. I mean, they're demanding their own in their own way. They want to be fed. They want to be cuddled. They want to be changed. But So it, it's easy to hold your baby all day or you, you you feel like you are with your baby all day and you can be on your phone. And, and as your baby grows, you, you can't keep that up. You need to you need to put the phone down. You need to put the computer away. You, you need to just be present in the moment with your child and and... Like something that I have have done with myself is once I get into bed at night, I just think and I reflect on the day. Okay, what what did I do with the boys today, um, or what didn't I do? And um, I mean, it, it breaks my heart to to be on the phone trying to do something. And if and if my four year old he once said to me, "Mum, can you put your phone down?" And I went, "Oh my God, yes, I've got to put my phone down. I've got to put it away because this is this is not on. You've got to put the children first. So. Um, differentiating the two, it's it's vitally important. And um, another another um, moment that stands out for me is um, being at the park and watching other mums. If you're at the playground and you see other mums on their phone and their little and their children are yelling out, it it, it kind of it's a snap snapshot of what you're doing. So mm-hmm. you yeah you put it into perspective and you think, well, I don't want to be like that. I need to you know put the kids first. So. Um, I don't know. I don't don't know what the answer is with with going forward with social media and motherhood. Um, they go really well together, but there has to be balance, like you said earlier. There has to be balance, doesn't there? I think mm. 
um, I've I've shared this with um, my audience before, but I find the more overwhelmed I am, the more I reach for my phone, which is totally counterintuitive. The more I overwhelmed I am, the more I should just cut out all the noise and focus on myself. But I think once we become aware of those things, we realize that if we're having a really crap time, it's easy to connect with Facebook rather than connect with ourselves. Then mm-hmm. once we're aware of that, we can put boundaries around it. We can just try and lovingly change it. But, you know, and I'm sure it's the same within Midnight Mums, no guilt, always try your best. And if you can't, you start again tomorrow. But trying to be aware, I guess, of what we're doing each day, just consciously be aware in our own life, I guess, is what it's all about, isn't it? That That's exactly right. Um, and being present, being, being present in the moment and they grow so quickly. So just enjoy it. And that's my wish for for Christmas this year is, is within Midnight Mums is, is don't don't worry about the presents. Just be present with your children. Enjoy those special little moments of, you know, the excitement of Santa and um, and the magic of Christmas rather than worrying about has your little one got enough gifts or mm. um, are they wearing their best outfit? Don't worry about what they're wearing. They let them run around and get dirty and play outside. So... Uh, it's just it's just the small things that we all need reminding reminding of. Um, I do all the time. I need to remind myself of of the little things, and and that's something else that I want to build on with Midnight Mums, not only in the group but across all social media account, um, of our accounts to to just remind women, uh, just to remind women of of the little things, of the simple things, and of the joys of of motherhood. You're listening to the Happy Mama Movement. At the core of it, the Happy Mama Movement is all about one simple idea, that mamahood can be the greatest catalyst for change in a busy woman's life. So now for the big three questions. The first one is, what has motherhood taught you about yourself? Uh, Patience. Patience. Tolerance. But patience, definitely patience, and to support support other mums, um, and and listen to other mums. Um, that would be the biggest one. Mm. Listen without the judgment of our own story, isn't it? Correct. Yes. Mm. And what an amazing life lesson that is for all of us, and to teach our children. You know, if we can teach our children that, that's an amazing thing to pass down. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so looking back, what would you tell yourself? Sorry, I'll start that again. So if you could go back and tell yourself one thing before you started on this mamahood journey, all those years ago before Midnight Mums even began, what would it be? Definitely don't be too quick to judge. In fact, don't judge. Mm. Just just listen and learn. And if you don't agree with something, brush it off. Don't let it affect you personally. Everyone has an opinion on motherhood and everyone's entitled to have an opinion. It might not work for you, so just brush it off. Um, And, I mean, something minor. I remember being so naive when I was first pregnant and I I look back and I want to slap that old Bridget. (laughs) I remember saying, I don't, I'm never using a dummy. And my husband and I, we both agreed, our baby will never use a dummy. why was I so stupid to say that the dummy was the best thing for us? 
and it may not work for everyone. Some babies don't take it, and I get that. But for us, it worked. It was amazing. Our baby was about three weeks old. He was screaming his head off, and someone had gifted me one for um, at the baby shower, and I went to the drawer, and I looked at it, and I ripped it open, and I popped it in, and it was bliss. <laughs> She's amazing. Why would I not use a dummy? So that just that taught me a lot in itself, and that's just one example, but, but the the moral of that story stems right true. Like just have an open mind, but don't judge. Oh, I love that analogy. I love that story. That <laughs> paints the picture perfectly. It does, doesn't it? It really does. Yes, keep an open mind. Don't judge. You never know what is around the corner or what you might need at what time in life. I love that. Mm, that's right. And we don't, before you become a mum, and I mean, yeah, and even me now, I mean, my eldest is four. I, I'm not going to judge women who have five and six and ten-year-olds because I don't I don't know what that's like yet. I mean, I can watch with my own eyes and see what's going on, but I'm going to figure that out when my journey comes at that time. So just take it on board what you see and work out what works for you when the time is right. And what I love about that, Bridget, is that when you start practicing compassion to everyone else like that, it absolutely goes hand in hand with you starting to be more compassionate towards yourself. That's true. If you don't judge others, you find yourself not judging yourself as much. Have you found that? That, Absolutely. Um, You... I feel like I'm a bit more free, a bit more Mm. relaxed with things. And I certainly was a lot more... Uh, anxious in the first year year to two years um, and especially at the time of Christmas I let a lot of things get to me whereas this year I'm just and even last year just rolling with it just enjoying it because I remember thinking those first couple of years um, sorry to keep going back to Christmas but um, all these hopes and dreams that I that I wanted for my kids to experience and I couldn't wait for them to be old enough to understand and in the blink of an eye they both understand what Christmas is and and I think oh well this 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 part of their lives is going to be over so quickly as well so just enjoy the special moments because soon they'll be 12 and they'll be telling me that Santa's not real and It'll make me cry. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, to just be in the moment and take mm-hmm. the pressure off ourselves. That's so right. finally, what does being a happy mama mean to you? Uh, I think I've already answered, actually. I was going to say be, being present um, and watching your kids grow and learn and seeing them have fun with you is just is wonderful. Um, and watching them learn things that you have taught them. And when your children ask you for the hundredth time that day, mum, come and watch me do this, do it. Go and watch them. Go and be present in that moment. Wow. That actually made me a little bit teary. It's so true. We, mm, we roll our eyes, don't we? And we're like, oh, God, we have to do that again. I was in the middle yeah. of doing this. and. Mm. That's where the joy is, those little moments, if we can find them and connect with them. That's the bits that are the blessings. Mm. And it's, it's, I've learned a lot from talking to older mothers or mothers with older children, um, how they, they, miss, they miss the story time, uh, bedtime story time, and the, uh, the magic of, of so many things related to childhood. So just try and enjoy it and try and... Yeah, try and be present with everything that they do 
And it's hard, though, because when you are being nagged all day, mum, 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 look at me, look at me, look at me, you just almost want to pluck your eyeballs out. But (laughs) you've got to find that, yeah, you've got to find that balance, as I was speaking about earlier, to, to be present with them and to be present with yourself. So it's, it's challenging. It is challenging. And I would add there that the best way to be able to go and have a look at something for the 2700th time that day yes. is to make sure that you've filled your cup somehow, that you've done, that you've got that resilience, that reserve that doesn't just snap at that time. I think that's the key to it, isn't it? It's that balance we were talking about and making sure that we're not running on complete empty because that's when we're not the mum that we want to be. That's right. That's when we when we need to take big deep breaths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put the phone the down. The yes, put the <laughs> phone down. And, and some days, I mean, uh, most mums, you, you can't wait for bedtime. And then once your little angels are asleep, you think, oh, they're so beautiful. <laughs> and you you think you, you start it all again the next day. But it's um, it's one big learning curve for us all. And there's no... There's no wrong or right answer. Oh, that's another big thing we do talk about in the group about there's no wrong or right answer. There's your answer. So mm. um, to, to follow that, and um, we we go by a little a little hashtag, which is Mum Supporting Mums, mm. um, which tends to be uh, yeah, tend, tends to be a, a great little slogan for us that that we want to um, help. Help, uh, help to connect and share with other women in the group. Mm. Being able to watch 50,000 women go through various stages of motherhood has certainly given you some amazing insights. I've loved speaking to you, Bridget. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. It was lovely talking to you as well, Amy. Yes, thank you. So, Mamas, if you want to be a part of Midnight Mums, all the details will be in the show notes and you can be a part of it. And especially for the mamas, and there's, I know there's a lot of them, they've been in my programs too, that are really isolated, either in a different country or out in regional areas or just away from their family and friends. So using this social media wonder that we have at our fingertips in a positive way like this is really, really supportive. So please check it out. Thanks for listening to the Happy Mama Movement. I truly believe that great things happen when we come together to support and uplift each other. So to help spread the word and build the movement, I'd love it if you could pop over and leave a review. And if you have a mama friend who'd also love this insight, please share with her. Until next time, beautiful mama, Satnam. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.